everyone, and welcome to another episode of Unfiltered Fitness Radio. As always, this is your host, Sarah Bishop. And today's episode, we are going to be talking about poop or lack thereof. So today's episode is all about constipation. So constipation is something that I think a lot of people struggle with and just kind of deal deal with it and write it off as normal. It's something that a lot of people that come to work with me report on their intake forms as something they struggle with. I get a lot of questions on Instagram. Hey, how do you deal with constipation? You know, how do I go about remedying this? What supplements should I take? All of the above. Now, when someone comes to me dealing with constipation, my first steps are not to go looking at popping supplements. Um, so today's episode, I want to go over some different lifestyle things, some different habits, some different food choices that you can make to go about remedying constipation if this is something that you are dealing with, because it's not fun, right? So to kick it off, let's go over the criteria here for constipation. A If a doctor is going to diagnose you with constipation, you have to meet two of the following six criteria. So this criteria, I'm going to go over it, but I think it's important to understand that you define what normal is for you. And if you're uncomfortable, like say you don't meet all of these criteria, but the but your constipation is, is, you know, causing negative effects, um, you know, mentally for you, physically, you know, it's altering your mood, it bothers you. It's still something to address in my opinion. So Again, I'm not a doctor, I'm not diagnosing anybody, but these are kind of the the criteria for constipation. It's going to be having three bowel movements or less per week, hard stool 25% of the time, incomplete bowel movements 25% of the time or more, feeling like you have an obstruction or blockage, so like, like it's difficult to go, needing to use an enema tool or hand, or your stool is hard. So this is kind of, some of these things are kind of ambiguous, like hard stool. What does that mean? Well, you can do, this is a podcast, so I can't show you, but if you Google Bristol stool chart, that'll kind of show you what we're looking at here as far as hard stool goes. So if you look at that chart, there's going to be one through seven as far as the different types of stool go. And one through two, one and two are definitely on that more constipated side. Um, so you guys can go ahead and have a, a look at that. But like I said, you know, constipation, it's not like a disease, but it is um, something that can be a side effect of, you know, a lot of lifestyle habits. Um, it can be a, a side effect of something, you know, deeper, um, things like hypothyroid, uh, gut motility issues, low stomach acid, SIBO, things like that can also, you know, cause constipation, but there's a lot of low-hanging fruit lifestyle-wise that you want to address first that will go a long way. So this is where I always start with with a client. So I'm going to kind of just go over my list here. Um, I got about uh, like eight to 12 things. So we will go ahead and kick it off with number one which is, are you drinking enough water? Pure H2O. Now, do you need to drink a gallon a day? Maybe not. Like, not everyone needs to drink that much. Some people need to drink more, especially if you live in a hot environment or you sweat a lot. But roughly one gallon, give or take, 
20 ounces. That's kind of like what I'm going to say is like a ballpark. Um, and I really recommend drinking 20 ounces of water, 20 to 30 ounces of water first thing in the morning before you have coffee. This is one of my biggest lifestyle hacks, morning routine hacks is to leave out a glass of water the night before, leave out a big 16, 20 ounce glass or, or shaker bottle. And then when you wake up in the morning, you know, brush your teeth, go downstairs. There you go. You got your room temp water. It's easy to drink. No excuses. Put it by the coffee, coffee maker. And then, you know, your reward post, uh, post water can be, can be your coffee, but getting that water in, especially first thing is going to be really important. Next up, speaking of morning routines, do you have a morning routine? I feel like this is something I'm, I'm talking about with clients a lot with, with digestion issues. Giving yourself the opportunity to go in the morning is a must. Um, like, think about it. Like, if you, like, roll out of the bed and, you know, you're rushing off to work and all of the things, da-da-da-da, well, you're not even giving yourself time to go. So, like, no wonder your body isn't going to go. And then for a lot of us, we get into work, we get, you know, starting our day. And then it's just, you know, it's we're in that fight or flight mode and we don't give ourselves you know the time to go. So I am big on the morning routine. It does not need to be like elaborate Instagram morning routine, but giving yourself just that time to go in the morning and creating, you know, a, a good, you know, morning routine for yourself. And even if that means getting an, up an extra, you know, 20 minutes earlier in order to do that, because going to the bathroom every day is, is just so important. Um, you know, I went over the criteria before for constipation, but I really like to see someone going every day, like on average, like if you miss a day out of, you know, 10 days or you're traveling, like no big deal, right? But ideally we are going, you know, every single day because it's an important way that our body detoxes, right? So the other thing you can do um, is bowel training. So if you, you know, have this morning routine down and you're like, well, I'm still not getting that urge to go, you can start bowel training. Um, so first thing in the morning, you want to go to the bathroom and sit on the toilet and prop your prop your legs up so that like your thighs are putting pressure on your abdomen and just kind of sit there for 10 minutes don't like push just sit there um and do this for like five to ten minutes you know every day and that's going to kind of train your body to start you know being able to go um you know more um more readily, I guess would be the right word. I don't know. Um, so that's another thing you could do if you aren't, you know, you have that morning routine and you're not, you know, getting that urge. Fiber. Okay. So this is something that obviously everyone talks about whenever it comes to digestion, you know, constipation, diarrhea is, oh, make sure you have enough fiber. And yes, make sure you have enough fiber, but we want to have that Goldilocks of fiber, not too little, not too much. And it's going to be really client specific. So you can use a general rule of thumb of 14 grams of fiber per thousand calories, but you know, everyone's going to be a little bit different. Some people need more, some people need less, and you don't want to go zero to a hundred. So if you know, you're listening to this podcast and you look at your, you know, my fitness pal and you see, Oh no, I'm only having 16 grams of fiber. I should, you know, maybe try having more. I don't want you to go from like 16 to 30, right? I would go from like 16 to 20 and, and be there for like a week. The other thing is, you know, your types of fiber. We want to have a you know varied amount, a varied diet in general. Um, insoluble fiber, you can look, you know, these sources up online. 
insoluble fiber. So some good sort. One of my favorite sources is raspberries, um, but you can incorporate more insoluble fiber, and that's going to generally help the, the the constipation side of things. Food quality and variety. So I kind of touched on this, but food quality is big. So like back to the fiber, like is your fiber coming from Quest bars and Miracle Noodles or is it coming from a variety of fruits, veggies, nuts, seeds, root veggies, whole grains, you know, that sort of thing. We want to be really mindful of our food quality here. And it's not because, I mean, I've talked about this on other episodes, it's not because the other foods are bad, you aren't bad, you aren't a bad person for choosing those foods, but we can't kid ourselves that for our bodies, for our digestion, there definitely are good and better foods. Um, So next up, how are you eating your food? Are you chewing? Oh my gosh, like this is, this was me, like I would be so stressed out, you know, going into a meal and just kind of like inhaling and not taking like the time to chew. So just, you don't have to count your chews. Like I'm not saying go nuts and, and, you know, be counting to 30 chews or whatever, anything like that. Just have your food in a non-stressed state. So that's next on my, next up on my list is, are you eating when you're stressed? Take a couple, you know, deep belly breath, breaths, inhale through your nose. Do that like three times before a meal. Like, don't you just feel better? Like just doing that once, right? Do it three times before a meal, especially post-workout. Um, and like when I'm talking about chewing your food, like I'm not just talking about like meal one, I'm talking about like all of the meals, right? At work, at home, taking that time to do a couple deep belly breaths. You can do this, you know, around other people. No one's going to notice. And it really can go a long way to put you in that parasympathetic, which is going to be your rest and digest state and in an optimal state to properly digest your food. And then also let your body relax, do its thing and move things through the digestive tract, which is going to help with your constipation. Another thing I see with with clients um, coming to work with me is are you evenly spacing your meals? I see a lot of people intentionally or not under eating in the first part of the day. And then they're like cramming their food later at night and that leads to slower motility. Um, are you eating a lot of raw veggies, raw foods in general? This can be really hard on your GI tract. And if you kind of look through and see like, oh, I'm eating, you know, two salads a day or I'm doing just like a lot of raw like greens, um, like kale or anything like that, even like a lot of raw or not even raw. Do people like raw broccoli? Like for real, but just a lot of cruciferous veggies in general that can be just hard on the GI tract. So you kind of want to look at, um, what you're eating, like I said before, but then also how you're eating it, how you're cooking it, going towards some like more warming foods, I'm on a big like bone broth kick lately. That's like my thing. Um, that, you know, stuff like that, soups uh, can can be helpful if you are in the middle of kind of like a constipation kind of spell. The other thing I see a lot of is GI issues that just stem from disordered eating and disordered eating habits. A lot just related to trying to hack your hunger or eat less. So that's going to include things that I already mentioned, like the macro hoarding. Nicole and I talked about this on on the previous episode. So if you are struggling with that, go back and listen to that one. Over exercising, exercising in when it's you know inappropriate, exercising too much, training too much, 
that can lead to GI issues. I see that a lot too with people, either constipation or diarrhea bloating. Sometimes it's a sign that actually we need to pull back on training or it's a sign that, hey, like maybe we're coming up on a deload week. Everyone has their own, you know, unique signs and symptoms, but, you know, over-exercising could lead to uh, slower motility, GI issues. Are you fasting? So that would kind of tie in with the macro hoarding, but if you're not putting food in your body, if you're not getting food, I, I recommend eating, you know, I, I recommend fasting, I'm sorry, between like no longer than like 12 to 14 hours, like 14 hours, like max for most women. And I should do it. I'll do another episode, like all about my thoughts on, on intermittent fasting, but don't have your fasting window be, be too big because one root cause of constipation is low stomach acid. And you actually need those calories coming in first thing to stimulate stomach acid production. So that's, you know, a really just easy kind of low hanging fruit lifestyle wise. And I know it's scary sometimes if you have been someone that's always fasting like 16 hours, 18 hours, just start by moving that, you know, first meal two hours, you know, sooner, or, you know, even less, even like an hour, um, you know, sooner and shortening or widening that shortening, shortening that fasting window a little bit. Um, a lot of artificial sweeteners, I mentioned like the miracle noodles, a lot of like just fake low calorie foods that people gravitate towards, you know, in an effort to hack hunger or eat less. And it does end up leading to GI issues. Um, so next up, we already kind of touched on this, but stress, manage it, find strategies to combat your stress because we know stress is always going to be there. So breathing like does go such a, a long way and living in that fight or flight state all the time, that sympathetic state is a surefire way to slow down your digestion. Next up and coming up to the end of my list here, incorporate some gentle movement. So if you are struggling with constipation, some, some post-meal walks, I mean, 10 minutes, I know I said watch the exercise, which includes watching the steps, but a post-meal walk, just gentle 10 minutes after like maybe two of your largest meals can really kind of just help stimulate that digestive system, help move things through. Um, yoga, even you can look like on YouTube, like yoga for constipation or yoga for bloating. And there's, I'm not a yoga expert, but there's different like twists and different yoga poses that will pop up um, that you can follow along. That would be maybe a good thing to do at night that can maybe help, you know, with having that bowel movement first thing in the morning. There's another thing called an L massage. Uh, you can also look this up on YouTube um, and you can perform this on yourself, on yourself, excuse me, and it's a way to stimulate that colon and help push things through and have a bowel movement. This is an external massage, so no one get freaked out. Like I said, you could find it on YouTube. Um, and then what else? So I think I covered a lot of the basics kind of lifestyle-wise. These are your low-hanging fruit, like I said. For me personally, like I really like part of my morning routine this is a little bonus tip is lemon water with apple cider vinegar and a little bit of salt. I have that after my 20 ounces before my coffee and the lemon and the apple cider vinegar are both, uh, st uh stimulate your digestive tract, stimulate my digestive tract and help me go in the morning. So I've had a lot of success with this. Um, I've had a lot of success with incorporating kiwis. Actually, my friend Dasha, I, um, took one of her courses and she was kind of talking about the benefits of kiwi fruit. And I think it's like one of the, one of the enzymes. We don't really know for sure yet. It's probably 
a combination of the enzymes and then the fiber in the kiwi can, you know, really be helpful for constipation. And I've had a lot of success with it with clients. So on that note, you guys, happy pooping. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I really appreciate those ratings and reviews. I did get a review, some constructive feedback that my podcast was almost unbearable to listen to for the amount of times that I said like. So I am really working on that. And uh, it's it's hard sometimes talking just to my computer screen and not another human being. But like I said, I appreciate the reviews and I, I really hope these tips help you. Like I said, these are just low hanging fruit. Pick two to three and just start, you know, with those, start adding those into your routine. And then, you know, if you're not getting relief, you know, pick another one and, and keep adding from there. Like I said, you know, I see having one bowel movement a day, ideally, like I said, if you miss a day, you know, out of 10, not, not the biggest deal, but ideally pooping every day as, you know, being, you know, really important and not something people, people shouldn't settle for just, you know, only going twice a week. Like that's like, that's not okay. And I know how uncomfortable that can be. So don't settle. I always advocate for your own health and we will see you next time.